As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to Message Magazine's daily devotional reading, Thoughts in Worship. Does it seem like your days are getting longer, yet your time with Jesus is getting shorter? Or maybe you just need a little pick-me-up that lasts longer than that morning cup of coffee and is healthier, too. Whatever the case, the way you spend the next few minutes in time just might determine where you spend eternity. And now, here's your host, author, speaker, L. David Harris. Peace and blessings, y'all. So this is Thoughts and Worship, but you can tell that I am not reading a daily devotional thought today. Because we have made a transition and what we wanted to do, I have Claudia here. You can't see her, but we will have already had a live session with Claudia and I on the message Facebook page and IG. We're going to upload to IG as well um, about the transition between thoughts and worship and message daily. And I said transition because we're not killing thoughts and worship. We're just rebranding it, if you want to say, and uh, pushing it out in a different way. So. Uh, yeah, welcome. And uh, so, Claudia, we need to go ahead and talk about what is happening uh, with First uh, Message Daily and Thoughts and Worship and then whatever else we want to talk about relating to Message Magazine. What's going on? Absol- absolutely. So um, I really felt like God impressed me to, uh, as I'm trying to think through um, new content for Message, particularly online content, um, how can we improve it? How can we um, uh, encourage more engagement? And the way that I kind of thought about that would be to kind of launch a message podcast network. And uh, David uh, has done like thousands of episodes already. Wow. <laughs> right? That and so um, he's got this great program on the Facebook uh, page called Thoughts and Worship. And so when I started back in March and I saw these thoughts in worship and I'm thinking through, I'm like, 
yo, why don't we just take this and just rebrand this, repackage it uh, so that it can become appealing to those who are already uh, a part of it, but just even mm-hmm. more appealing for those who have maybe never come in contact with the thoughts and worship. And so in my mind, I'm thinking that message daily is this idea where you receive a spiritual message from God from through yours truly, L. David Harris, um, on a daily basis. And that's what Thoughts and Worship was, right? It's like right. you come in, you tune in. Every morning you get your, your focus text. Every morning you get um, a really deep intellectual, spiritual, devotional uh, that has so much um, theological teaching in it a lot of times, as well as just really good practical stuff that, Hey, why don't we just take this and turn this into like a 10, 15 minute devotional Bible study where people can come in and in 15 minutes, get that kind of in-depth teaching, spiritual inspiration to really start off their day. And in my mind, that is kind of what uh, message daily was that's kind of where it started and talking with david uh we were able to i think really create an awesome morning daily devotional podcast for you guys and so i'm just excited for people to actually begin engaging with it and listening to it wonderful so the real date even though those listening will probably be hearing this on september 30 something that like that thereabouts uh, mm-hmm. The real date is September five, and so for those of you listening, this is this is this is critical for you. So you've been listening on Spotify, you've been listening on iHeart and Stitcher and Google Play and whatever Google Play was before it was Google Play, and right, right the podcasts for for Apple and so many other of the podcasting aggregator sites. And uh, so what's happening now is that in the Thoughts in Worship arena, except on radio. Radio is different. Well, those people, it's a different thing. But for those listening on any podcast, this is what you're listening to right this moment is the last time you will hear a a Thoughts in Worship podcast. However, Mm -hmm. the actual devotional thought, right, that is the undergirding of the podcast, right? which was just a reading, is now Message Daily. So you should go to messagemagazine.com and uh, to all of our social media feeds and look for Message Daily, Message Mm -hmm. Daily. So I will be reading those devotional thoughts, but not as sort of audiobook-like as I have done up until this point without breathing, right? Now I'm (laughs) reading it and talking to you and reading it and talking to you and sort of expounding what the baseline devotional thought is. You can still read it because we release those every day at 3 a.m. still my time here. Um, And you can still find it where you've normally found it. But the audio is no longer going to be published in the way that you are used to. You can listen to the podcast by going to the Message Magazine Facebook page, Message Magazine uh, website and clicking the link to the various podcasting aggregators for message daily. And if you're savvy, you can just look that up in your favorite aggregator site and see if you, if it's already posted there. Was that clear? Maybe you can say it clearer. No, know. no, that, that made perfect sense. And if anything, perfect. I feel like um, because I've heard so many of the episodes already, um, I just feel like people are just going to love the fact that um, 
the way that you add more information, the way that you kind of break down the thoughts that are within the devotional, you know, it's just really engaging, really thought provoking. And so I'm just really feeling like people are going to listen to it and be like, oh man, wow, like thoughts and worship was great, but message daily is going deeper and it's giving me more. And I really love that. Wonderful. Well, can I tell you something that I never told you? So, yeah. So I talked to Carmela, who is our editor in chief. Yes. Our fearless leader. Yes. I talked to her a couple of years ago and said, you know, I'm really, I didn't say it this way, but what I was feeling at the moment was like, I don't really want to just read this devotional anymore. Mm. I want to expound it. Is that okay with you? Like if I did it more naturally, I still write it the same way and do it more naturally. Would you be, she was like, yes, great. And guess what? I never did. I never, I never did that. Right. And so it's just God letting us know that that's what we should have been doing. And it was good for what it's good for. And now we're making a transition uh, for more. And there are people around the world and on terrestrial radio, for those who don't know what that is, that's the little box. You turn it, it goes FM and AM like that. (laughs) There are people listening to thoughts and worship still, and they'll still get that where they are in the world. But, but podcasting, we are transitioned fully now, and uh, Lord bless us. I'm thankful for it. So thanks for yeah. getting us kick-started. Uh, no, you know, that's yeah. really encouraging. I, I really didn't know that. Yeah, you know, that was just a kind of confirms and affirms for me that this is something that, that God put on my heart and mm-hmm. that it's not anything that I personally came up with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just am a firm believer that, you know, everything that is of God happens in a particular time. And so it's like, you know, the Lord could have placed it on your heart couple years ago and you know neither you or Carmela or whatever there was no necessarily infrastructure or personnel or whatever to make it happen and you know like God moved what he needed to move so that we could make this thing happen as to the best of our ability uh and so that's mm. I'm excited so which comes to our inspirational thought then yeah. I have this word on my mind and since you are a wordsmith this is actually invigorating Mm-hmm. I did use an adverb. You did. And you used it correctly. Okay. We're perfect. Okay. It's called providence. Hmm. Providence, because there are times that people are awaiting, like say there are people who want to connect with God about a thing, like in our lives. Yeah. We want to know, should I get this job? Lord, I need a vehicle. Lord, should I marry person X, Y, or Z, right? Z, pardon yeah. me. I'm, I'm I'm serving yeah. two in, I'm I'm serving two country masters, uh, <laughs> yeah. And what we do sometimes is 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 make some of the more pragmatic decisions we need to make mystical. And what I mean by that is the Bible gives us a blueprint and a foundation for life. There are yeah. some things that are thou shalt not and thou shalt very clearly outlined. Thou shalt not murder. Under any circumstance, that's not the same as kill, but that's a different discussion, right? Yeah. Thou shalt not commit adultery. There's no circumstance where committing adultery is okay. I don't care how you cut it, right? Yeah. But thou shalt get this career in, I don't know, widget making. Well, if the widgets are not unholy widgets, (laughs) right? (laughs) Unless you have like, yes, brand that hashtag unholy widgets. So- Unless that's the case, the Lord's answer to the prayer may, I said may, you can look that word up to know what I mean by it. 
may yeah. not be like thou shalt get this widget making career. Right, right. Because foundationally, you have something to work with. Is it against the scriptures? No. His revealed yeah. will, right? Yeah. So now we're working with what's left. We have nature. We have providence. Mm-hmm. We have uh, that still small voice, which is the Holy Spirit telling us something we need to know and counsel yeah. from people, right? Yeah, yeah. And so providence says, that's the word I'm working with. Providence says, well, how is God sort of nudging you? Mm-hmm. Like you're walking, you're praying, and then you feel a little bump and you, you kind of end up going just slightly a couple degrees off to the right, right? Yeah. And then you feel another nudge and a little bit off to the left. And then yeah. ultimately you find yourself somewhere while praying and you're like, how did I get here? Well, God answers your prayer. Mm-hmm. Providence, like it's his arrangement of circumstances. Remember, there's no black and white in this case. We're not talking about black and white anymore. Right, not talking right, about right. right and wrong anymore. We're talking about right. basic decisions that we have enough information to make and we mm-hmm. want God's wisdom on. You know, one of the verses, um, and I can never remember where it is, but I know that Paul writes it, it, where he talks about in the New Testament that not all things are permissible. Yes. Or all things are permissible, but not all things are profitable. Yes, right. And so it's like, if we were to just take a moment and to just sit and think from that frame of mind, like, okay, this is permissible, mm-hmm. but is it profitable? Mm-hmm. And instead of always thinking like, is this salvific? And is this a sin? And is, am I going to hell for this? Like everything doesn't have to be, you know, that conversation. Like, That's let's right. just think, is it edifying? Right. Is it inspiring? Right. Does it add to the body of Christ? Is it a need? Is it necessary? Right. Do you have the means, the emotional um, stability and strength to even accomplish it? Right. Like, I think that sometimes we overthink things. That's right. And yeah. don't just take, you know, your own physical, emotional, spiritual being into consideration. It's like, okay. I think I want to do this career. I think I want to be with this person, or I think I want to go in this direction. It's like, I don't want to be like a heretic, but it's like, stop looking for the text for a second and then just like sit, think, we are living epistles. And so if I am a living epistle and the Holy Spirit is living and dwelling in me, then he can speak things to me that may not be in the written text. Yeah. Like, cause there's no text that says thou shalt not take methamphetamines. No. Or smoke weed. For that matter. I tried to be less controversial since everybody's putting weed in the okay zone these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like but, that, but, 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 but so, so, so my thing is what, what it causes when we, again, the baseline is what God has said in his word. Yeah. So we're not going against that in any outcome. Right. Nope. But uh, beyond that though, um, people sit still. Yeah. And I don't mean be still and know that I'm God, like not that. I mean, like people get paralyzed sometimes awaiting uh, a thunderstorm or Mm. or or pray this prayer. This is one. and, 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 And please hear me. Everybody who's listening, I need you to hear. Yeah. All right. Don't sit around and wait for a voice on things 
that are everyday life. Mm-hmm. Just like don't don't do that because you'll be waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And God is saying, here's one of the prayers. Lord, um, if you want me to be a widget maker, please open the door. Yeah. Lord, if you don't want me to be a mm-hmm. widget maker, please close the door. Well, here are a few theological problems with this. One mm-hmm. is the one that might get us disfellowshipped if we're church people. Uh, does God always get what he wants? Now think about it. Everybody who's watching, everybody who's listening. Because hmm. I've I read a couple verses that said something like, God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come right. to repentance. Well, some Correct. people, unfortunately, will choose to be lost. Correct. Right. He doesn't override my will for things that I do in my life generally. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you say open door, closed door, and that's the way to know God's will for me. Well, Mm -hmm. the door, the doors actually have doorknobs on them and the devil can open them, too. Right. So you can't if there's a if there's an I almost said something inflammatory. Well, this is not a real person. If there's a foolish boss on the other end of the equation. That's hiring yeah. a hiring manager or whatever you want to call them. Her. Yeah. Right. That person's not so bright. Yeah. And and and, and unruly and evil. Right. Yeah. And they just don't like your lovely face, Claudia. I'm so sorry. Listen. They just don't like it. Right. And they decide, you know what? No, she's not working here. Yeah. God may overrule that. Move unruly boss out the way. Give him a give her a dream. I don't know. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's just gonna be what it is. That doesn't nullify God's will because you can do something else. Right. right? But in that case, even if God wanted you to do it, it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to move that boss out of the way and make that boss say yes to you. Right. right? And so we should not stagnate waiting for like this. Ooh, big answer for things that are just very, very, which parking space should I be in? Like how granular do you want to go with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I turn left or turn right, Lord? I'm going to the supermarket. And yeah. I want peas and rice or rice and peas. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. wait, I'll wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Lord, oh. it is your will to navigate me outside of this traffic. So let me know <laughs> which yeah. highway I need to take. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the thing, the thing about it is, as you were talking, I was also thinking about the fact that Abraham picked up his whole camp. Ooh. Yeah. Like, like not, I feel like when we think about that story, like, I feel like we think about it from the standpoint of like, okay, Abraham and then Sarah and then Lot and Lot's wife. It's just like four people with like three and a half children. Yeah. You know, (laughs) and you know, just a couple people just taking a walk somewhere. Like, like, like there was a host of people like servants, like, yeah, he had a posse for real. He had a posse, like a, a whole little city that he straight packed up and said, Hey guys, we're leaving. And everyone in the city is like, all right, bet where are we going? And Abraham is like, yeah, not sure. Uh, I'm just going to walk. Aro, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, I think that to your point, you know, I think that there are so many times where God will come to us and he will say, hey, you know, Claudia, I want you to move. Mm-hmm. or I want you to do this, or mm-hmm. I want you to connect with this person, or I want you to write this book, 
mm-hmm. or like start this podcast mm-hmm. or like do any number of things. Stop mm-hmm. doing this. Stop talking to this person. Like like any number right. of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that, he is not going to give us the moment by moment, step by step, you know, one, two, three, four, five. Like it's like, hey, yo, this is it. Yeah. Move it. This is what I, this is what I want. Like, like I'm not going to tell you, and I won't make that definitive statement, right? Because I do feel like, you know, like God does give us like music and podcasts and book ideas. And like, he tells you the structure of things, right? So yeah. it's like, you can be in your personal prayer closet and you're in your time with God. And, you know, you can get your whole table of contents. Like I will not deny that that does happen for people. But I do think that there is a truth and a reality that, you know, there are things that God is calling many of us to do. And it Mm -hmm. requires us to do the work of sitting down and figuring out like, hey, what is this topic? Like, what what is this structure going to look like? What is the platform? I mean, even this, right? Like, if we even take Message Daily, for example, like God gave me the the idea, like God gave me, you know, how it should go, how long it should be, what it should be called or whatever. But like, he didn't give me anchor (laughs) no no he didn't he didn't say um so put this on google play but not apple like you know what i'm saying like he's not gonna do that he's gonna say this is the podcast and now is my responsibility in order to kind of be faithful and obedient with what he's kind of called and asked me to do to now okay i've got to find the the cover art i've got to find the platform for it to be on i've got to hit up L. David Harris and figure out what we're going to do audio wise and how we're going to send files back and forth to each other. Like, like that's, Jesus is not going to tell me about that. And I think that when we sit around waiting and expecting God to do that kind of stuff for us, we paralyze ourselves and ultimately find ourselves in disobedience to his will because we are putting on God an expectation or a responsibility to kind of manifest something that he very clearly put in our hands. Like I'm thinking Adam and Eve in the beginning, right? When God created them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. You have dominion over everything, over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air. And so it's the same thing with us. God has given us dominion in Mm -hmm. this life to do certain things and it now is our responsibility to, de- to decide how are we going to exercise that dominion? How are we going to be obedient in expressing and manifesting our dominion over things in the earth? And I think um, that really goes to two points. The, the second and probably final word would be receptivity, but I'll come back to that. Being receptive to God's voice, his leading, if you want to say. Right. Yeah. But providence, like I can tell you from my experience, every single time, like there are people who think I literally don't sleep. But I go to bed Mm -hmm. early every night. Mm -hmm. I mean, once in a while, if I have to do something outside the house, ministry wise or whatever, because seldom do I have any non ministry thing to do outside the house past bedtime. Mm -hmm. Right. But apart from that, I'm brothers in the bed. Right. But because see what I what used to happen to me, Claudia, for like. 20 years and still happens is I'll have this idea like millennial idea. I'm not a millennial, but I, yeah. but in some ways, like I think like my brain is always on fire. And yeah, when yeah, I say, yeah. I'm saying it in a positive way when I say think like, right. 
and, and 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 so I will I will bring that to an entity that has a budget, yeah, or a potential partner in whatever. And most times, up until you know not too long ago, most times they'll they'll either shoot it down or can't see it or whatever. And so what I started doing was literally every time that happened, I would mm. just go do it. And then I would do it the hard way because now I have no budget. I have no partner. Yeah. And what that was, was, and think of this as a positive. It was me lighting myself on fire and people mm. coming to watch me burn and wonder, how is he doing that? Well, it's because providentially now you have people who either didn't see the vision or it wasn't for them. And now this guy has to do it the hard way and learn all of this stuff. Like it's everywhere, like so much yeah. stuff in this little brain, right? Yeah. But what that has done now is positioned me to be able to do whatever in the world I want to do in this arena without yeah. feeling the constraints of needing a company, an entity, a ministry, a person with a budget to make it happen. So I know like how so many things work. I wow. had to do it the hard way, but now I'm glad, like, I'm glad, like, I'm glad I had to do it the hard way now. Because now there's nothing that holds back any ministry idea that has to do with media or technology in this case, right? Yeah. Because now I know where all of the little things are that get us where we need to go, even if there's no budget. So in essence, what you're trying to tell me and the other people is that we're supposed to be doing stuff without the resources, potentially. We're supposed to be doing and if yeah. God is leading, doing doesn't mean doing conditionally. If Claudia agrees with me, then mm. I do. No. If Claudia doesn't agree with me or doesn't have the space or the time or who knows what it is, yeah. then was it that God was leading me? Yes or no? Well, yeah, he was leading me. So I can't let that go away just because. Someone who is very valuable in my mind, someone who's very gifted, very talented, maybe you have a budget, because that didn't work. Now, uh, well, I guess it wasn't God's will. No, you need to go find another way. Go, go to door number two. But, but, but that's the thing. That's what's so difficult is we have conditioned. I don't know where we got this theology from. I don't know where people received this message from. But we genuinely believe that our confirmation that something is of God is when other people affirm it or confirm it. And if other people oh. do not affirm or confirm what is in our spirit, in oh, our boy. minds, what we feel like God called and told us to do, oh, then boy. it's like, oh, well, maybe this is of the flesh. Maybe this is not of the spirit. Maybe this is a pride thing. And maybe oh, this is an arrogance boy. thing. And, you know, if one door closes, um, if one opportunity doesn't follow through the way that we thought it was going to, then it's like, oh, I wasn't supposed to do this at all. Um, you know, was we that you, God? That, you know, whatever God calls us to do is supposed to go smooth sailing. Well, no, I can tell you, no. I wouldn't have done almost anything that the world knows that doesn't know my face. Yeah. That has seen my name. That almost none of that would have happened if I waited for that. Because I could tell you some terrible stories about rejections. Yeah. Almost when I say literally. Mm -hmm. The only thing I can think of right now. Yeah. That was an idea that came out of my head and I pushed it forward. Yeah. That an entity had to accept that was accepted was thoughts and worship. Wow. I went to Carmela. She's my third editor and said, hey, I have this idea. 
Okay. Right. And it took her some time to mull it over. And then she was like, yes. And then she added to it later on. And that, but apart from that, it was almost a hundred percent rejection every single time. Yeah, man. Wow. Almost every single time. Thoughts and worship was the first win. Like I was like, did you say yes? In my head, I'm like, did you say yes? She said yes. <laughs> like you went in expecting a no. I went in expecting a no. Now, because of my temperament and the way I move, I don't have that lack of confidence when I move. Because my mm-hmm. thing is, if it's a no, we're going to do it. We're just not going to do it with you. Yeah. Right? We're going to do yeah. it somewhere. Because I got a yeah. bunch of no's with that same concept. Right. Yeah, a bunch of no's. But so we're going to move. But in my mind, I'm like, I don't know if it's going to. But one way or the other, it's going to happen. I would just love for it to happen here. Yeah. You see, yeah. so receptivity or reception or being receptive to the voice or the movements of God is key because mm-hmm. then then uh, this providence thing and still small voice and all of the things that are not Bible, Bible too, but I don't want to use the concrete stuff. Yeah. All of the rest of the leadings of God will completely fall on deaf ears if yeah. we are not receptive to his movement. No, it's it's so it's so real. I mean, I was I don't share this testimony often. I think maybe just Oh, wait a minute. This is exclusive. 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 Listen, uh I think maybe just cuz I don't have the the space or the platform, but um when I graduated from Andrews, uh I did my I majored in English and you know, the goal plan since I was 16 years old has been to get a PhD mm-hmm. and teach African American literature. So obviously phase one of the plan is go to somebody's undergrad and major in English. <laughs> right. And so, um, and so I'm like, all right. I think you um, did that. I think you did that. You went to somebody's undergrad and I think you did. I did. It. I went to somebody's undergrad, majored in English. <laughs> and um, as I was about to graduate, mm-hmm. um, the October before, um, you know, you're supposed to, be applying to graduate school and figuring out your next steps. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. I applied to Ohio State. Ooh. And um, yeah, the Ohio State. Massive. My, my mentor went to Ohio State. There was, um, at the time, there was another Adventist woman who used to teach in the English department, but was now like the assistant provost. And so there were, you know, a bunch of Black people making connections giving me connections. I went to Ohio State, met with the whole Department of African American Studies and the chair down and everybody loved me. And so everyone's like, yo, Claudia, like we really hope you choose OSU. Uh, we know you're from Michigan. Just switch your tags uh, when you get here. It's still the Midwest, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Listen, and um, so I'm like going into this thing like that. I am in it. I am going right. to Ohio State. It is a wrap. Come March, mm-hmm. the end of March, I have not heard anything. Ooh. Now, that's unlikely. You're supposed to hear in January or February. Um, I hear at the end of March that um, they're like a bunch of people got fired and I didn't get in. Gotcha. Yeah. And they fell short in communicating with people their right. denial letters. So it's the end of March and your girl is like, oh, I'm going to be in Berrien Springs for the rest of my life because I grew up in oh, Berrien. No. I'm like, I'm not in a, in a graduate program. You know, like I um, didn't necessarily have 
the greatest support. Uh, you know, I had some people telling me to, you know, just go to seminary uh, from my department or, you know, get a master's in communications. You know, it's very competitive to do this. So Claudia, just go other directions and um, lay down. Listen, and my mom, my cousin told us back in December, like, yo, like apply to Georgetown. My very sheltered Adventist self had never heard of Georgetown. It's crazy. I'm wearing this now. Um, and so literally, um, we did not cause we were like, Oh, Jesus has us at OSU. <laughs> okay. Okay. End of March. My mom is like, yo, we're going to apply some other places. I'm like, it's March. Like there, like, like there are no <laughs> other places. The, there are no other places. <laughs> like the deadlines are the deadlines, fam. And she was like, just look it up. Just look it up. And so we looked up on uh, Georgetown and they had an April 1st application deadline. Okay. This is like, we're looking at this, like literally like five days prior to the deadline. Okay. Hmm. And uh, same thing for uh, university of Kansas in Lawrence, Kansas. I applied to both. What state is that? Kansas. Kansas. So, we apply and I graduated. I did not hear from Georgetown, did not hear from, from University of Kansas. I graduated from Andrews with no graduate school. Everyone's like, Claudia, where are you going? What are you going to do? Claudia doesn't know. Claudia has no acceptance letter. Teach from second nobody. grade English. In English. Correct. And the end of May, I got an email from Georgetown saying, congratulations. You have been accepted into Georgetown university. Wow. So like, like when I say like God took care of the entire thing, but it still required my participation. Like, you know, like God could have said, Hey, you know, I could have said, Oh man, I didn't get into my dream African-American studies program. So God doesn't want me to teach this anymore. He doesn't want me to go this direction. Door closed. Door closed. Um, all the deadlines are up. Right. And so I'm just not going to do anything. I'm just going to lay down and die. And, and God is like, no, like, and literally to this day, Georgetown has never had that late application date again. I have looked every year. So when I say God does lead your steps and he does determine, you know, where you should go and what you should do, but it requires you to move even when, like you can't see anything. It doesn't make sense. Like you have no resources and support. It's like, there are no late application dates. Well, there is one now. So, you know, listen, and that's so critical to me. Cause I don't know if I've told you, I, I worked as assistant registrar in a university for more than 12 years. Oh, wow. And then institutional research for the fullness of my 15 years in higher oh, ed. Wow. So I can tell you, not just from a student perspective, like I've never seen it before and I checked, right? But I'm telling you that don't happen. No. It don't happen. Because I I worked in in academics and records, like assistant registrar, like all of the transcripts. So all that stuff for you to get in, like you you found an undergrad, you went through it and then now you got to get in. Like all that stuff had to go through and then go through another, my office too. Yeah, no. Because ain't no. no committee meeting. And then the time that you're talking about, man, ain't nobody got time for that. Not that time of the year. Nobody doing that. Between April and May? Negative. Graduation? Graduation. Yeah, that's graduation. Nah. Yeah. 
Everybody on tap who's still on campus, it's graduation time. Yeah. Nah. Ain't nobody think about you right now. No. Except we'll God's see a, you God in has December, said. November 15, December 15, when you can reapply. Wow, Lord bless you. So you have yeah. to be receptive to uh, the complexity and the voice of reason that came, yeah. in your case, from mommy. Mm-hmm. Um, and wow, look at that. That's it, man. There it is. It's just, so it's, it's, it's like you were saying, it's common sense. Part of it is common sense. Part of it is, is not being paralyzed. Stop, stop crying in Mm-mm. the corner, feeling rejected. Like this isn't your thing anymore. It's like, no, like God did call you to this. God does want you to do this. You've got to get some umption in your gumption. Yeah. And push yourself to find the other door that he actually wanted you in. Because now yeah. I realized, man, like if I was at OSU, would I have done Many of the other things that I'm currently doing now, right? Like now I'm at Maryland doing my PhD. And because I'm in Maryland, I can work for message. If I, if, would, this, would I have gotten this opportunity to do this kind of ministry, to preach and work for message if I was in Ohio? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like there are things stuff, that God thinks about five and six years down the line that we do not think about in any way, shape or form. True. So you just sometimes you just gotta move without the roadmap. Yeah, because God knows, and He's orchestrating the entire thing. Yeah, that gives me hope because I have a plan for everything. Let me just tell you that. Yeah, and I have reached impasse a few times le- lately, and it was so invigorating because I I just laughed yesterday with a little thing. That's not little thing going on. And I was like, okay, I get it, Lord. You you got me right where you want me, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so I just literally have to wait for that thing that doesn't fit into any of my little charts and tick box mechanisms that says this is where we'll be in this how long. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I have no answers for these. But... Now I'm listening a little bit more because that's the only way I'm going to get one. Mm. That's the only way this time. Like, I don't have like all the stuff you just said. Like, I don't have those either anymore. Like the only thing I have is when he decides to bequeath that to me, Mm. (laughs) just don't just drop it. Like there's no mechanism for it. And I'm like, okay. So that means receptivity for me. Yeah. In this case, because everything that God does is dynamic. That's it. Yeah. So I'm thinking that this is a good place to push pause. And you'll see us in uh, in uh, so many different ways at Message Magazine in print. And I've been asking people on the new Message Daily program to direct your web browser to www.messagemagazine.com. And there you can find access to the Message Podcast Network. That's the all-new uh, first time out podcast network. You can find access to what we're doing in social media and the World Wide web. But uh, I don't want to say more importantly, but it is our bread and butter. It is our foundation since 1898 under a couple of different names is the print version. Uh, it's the probably the oldest in our faith community, uh, what they call evangelistic, evangelistic 
uh, what do they call it? They call it a, it's an old way of saying it. Like evangelist, okay. it's a mission journal, like an evangelistic oh, mission wow. journal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. it's the oldest. 1898 is when it was founded. And yeah. so we get to and bring it's that. the oldest black Christian magazine in the state. Period. Period. Yeah. So, yeah. So go there and get a subscription to the print version of the magazine. It is the, ma- the print. I keep saying version. It's not. It's the print. It's yeah. the magazine. Whatever else we're doing is not a version of the magazine. The magazine is is a whole nother blessing. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. please subscribe to that and and give you know give somebody or somebody's also a subscription. It won't break your bank. It's really inexpensive. And yeah, uh, let God help you help them. And uh, to those listening on the uh, thoughts and worship uh, system, I think uh, now is the time for me to say. Over and out, and uh, we'll see, we'll hear from you. You'll hear from us uh, on the Message Daily podcast. This is officially the last program in the Thoughts and Worship ecosystem. So it's been real, but don't lose focus. All right. Have a wonderful day. Everybody who's watching, stand by. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. Always remember, the way you spend your time now just might determine where you spend eternity. Until next time, be at peace. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.